Welcome to The Forgettables. This is your host, Ahmed Shima, and I am live with Asa Patel, uh, host of the Straight Path podcast, and Rafi Hosseini, host of the 2325 Fitness Podcast, your favorite fitness podcast. He pays me to say that last part. Um, I'm the host of the Branding Deep Dive podcast, and I'm also on Podcast Kings. Um, today, we're talking about... So Forgettables, for those of you guys that are new, this is your first episode. What we do on this podcast is really just document our journey in podcasting, uh, the ups and downs we go through, some of the problems we face and how, and we just kind of talk through how to get through them, right? And so today, one of the things that we, I would say this podcast has run into recently is that we no longer have a backlog of good ideas that we need to actually execute on. And I think whatever niche you're in, I think there does reach a point where you start repeating and start doing things that seem a little bit similar. Like I follow a lot of like, I follow a couple of YouTubers in like the finance space. At some point it's like, all right, like, they got, you know, just change the title. It's the same content. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's only so much you can do. I feel like now that being said, this is a show that we do daily, right? So with that context, how do you keep a daily show going over a long period of time if you don't have, you know, like if, if you run out of the, like we're talking about beginner tips of podcasting, right? And then we've hit like a plateau right now, whereas we're not growing like we used to. Our episodes, I would say, are not as good as some of the earlier ones when we were actually going through the stuff. And like we kind of are at this like consistent pace with our podcasts um, you know, things are going well, nothing to complain about there, but really like for this podcast, we haven't had a consistent every day we come on, we're like, all right, what are we talking about today? Which is not how you want to start a podcast. It's not how you want to, that's not how you create a sustainable podcast. So what I want to talk about today is you guys' thoughts on how to actually, that was the longest intro I've ever done. I feel like I said Patel right now. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about you guys' thoughts on how to actually create a sustainable framework for a podcast, for a daily podcast in particular. And then after uh, we kind of kick it back and forth, we'll go to Asad Patel's uh, conference experience. So let's start with uh, Rafi Hosseini, the high guy. So to start off with, I guess, have a plan, right? We don't really, as you just mentioned, you know, we don't really come in with a plan. We just, some days we do, we throw in some ideas in our Slack and we Can talk I stop about- you? Yes. So I, I think this, like what I am asking is how do we create a sustainable plan, right? Like, because at some point you run out of ideas, right? At some point you run out of things that you can do that are novel and new. And like, how do you create a plan that accounts for that, right? Like what, what can we do? What kind of plan can we set in place? Like, I think it would require, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. And I don't know how to answer that, but I would say the process should require something challenging and cre I would say creative, something that requires us to like think critically when we're doing these episodes, you know, something that's like, okay, we can just talk about how to create a podcast. Like we got to get into more in-depth of it. So that's when we like, you know, look into research, look into different things. And mm -hmm. that's how we create a structured plan because now we're not just doing like a single title. And now we're just like breaking that title down into like, different things you know and of course from that we could 
extract multiple episodes, you know, like different, different things. So I think research and again, putting in some time, like, like for example, right, we put a topic out in Slack. So what we could do is, you know, is like, uh, for example, if I put a topic in Slack, so I can share some links with you guys based on that topic. That's like why I think we should discuss this, blah, blah. And we can all like read into it. And then we all share our thoughts. At the same time, it's it's one topic, but it's different minds and different opinions, a different approach to how we all look at that specific idea or a specific structure. And then we can follow up on that. Okay, so you're saying research is the key ingredient here. Like we need to, because right now we're not doing research, right? Yeah, we're just kind of showing up. One of the key ingredients, because again, I mean, going back to our own personal podcast, right? That's what we do. We don't just sit and put a topic and start a discussion. We put in some work, some effort into it. So I think that's one of the key ingredients to like stay on track. Yeah, but like also- By being constantly motivated, I guess, like something new or something challenging. Yeah, so I mean, I agree with you on the research piece, but like we're doing this daily. Like, I mean, are we are we expecting each other to like take an hour every single day? Like my podcast for Branding Deep Dive, it takes us like hours in preparation before we interview the guest, right? And then the actual interview itself, and then we have to cut, right? Like we don't have that kind of time here. So, I mean, I agree with you. Like, I, I think that is one practical tip for people that are looking for topics is research find out what your audience is searching, find out what questions they have, uh, find out what problems they have and, and give them answers, give them solutions, right? That's one uh, aspect of it. Um, I, I don't know how to actually make that happen on a daily basis though, and without a team. Is, what we could do is like, we could pick, like I said, you know, we could break it down. So instead of doing like, an hour worth of research every single day or two hours worth of research every single day, we do like a weekly theme where once a week we like look into it and we break down to like, okay, seven episodes and we mm-hmm. have the research for that. Yeah. I think we tried, we tried doing something like that, but we didn't stick to it. I think where we kind of like pick a theme for like a week or a month or so. And then uh, each episode is catered around that. I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's a good idea. And I think that, um, that makes it like sustainable too. Like you have, you have, you have focus, like, you know what you need to talk about. All right. Asa yeah. Patel thoughts. Thoughts. Um, I mean, doing it every day and talking about something every day, just podcast related. It's, it's definitely not going to be easy. Um, but at the same time, you know, if it's, if we open it up a bit more, um, or maybe, you know, like Rafi said, the theme, set up a theme for the month, set up a theme for the week, something like that. Maybe we can think around it and come up with things, you know, talk, you can talk endlessly, but you want to give good quality content. We just have to figure it out. I mean, that's, that's all I can think of. Yeah. I think the only thing I would add, the only thing I can think of right now, at least to add to that is one thing that we haven't been doing and which is like what we need to, so there's two things actually. So the first is creating repeatable segments, right? Like the solution is like TV shows do this, right? Like you have your opening monologue, then you have, now it's time for this segment. You know what I mean? And then like they give it to this person and then they have this segment, right? Like the segments are repeatable and it may not be that every segment happens every show, 
but you know that there will be three or four segments in the show, right? Like if I'm talking about Saturday Night Live, it's a pretty unique format, not unique, but like standard format is what I mean, where every week you watch, there's going to be a certain number of skits, right? There's going to be a certain number of, um, there's going to be like that news report thing, right? Like the, the actor that's doing the monologue is going to do their monologue. And they're also going to be in a couple of these sketches, right? Like, you know what you're going to get. And they have a framework where it allows them to create these pieces of content that are repeatable, even if the actors are, so like the concepts may be pretty similar, but the actors are different. The way they approach the problems are different. Like, and they're able to get new content every week because they have this framework. Like, Hey, we have this person coming on. We're going to use them in a skit. Here's a skit idea. And like, they, of course they have the research and all that stuff there. Uh, but same thing with like the daily show, right? Like you have your correspondence uh, and you're not going to get a correspondent report every single week, but, or every single day, sorry. But every once in a while, like, I'm sure they're running out of things. They're like, okay, let's just do a report on X, Y, Z. Right. And then they have these people working on this content simultaneously and then they come together to make it a show. And I think this is the real opportunity we have as people that are as three different hosts, right? Like we can each own a segment of the podcast and turn it into our recurring thing, right? Like every week on Tuesdays. So I think another good example of this is Casey Neistat would do this on Tuesday, not Tuesdays. I think it was on one of the day of the week, he'd have a segment for like going through fan mail. Right. And then another day of the week, he had a segment where he just did X, Y, Z. So like every week he knew that, okay, if I don't have like an idea, boom, I can just go back to this reading fan mail. And the other piece is the, the fan mail piece, right? Like getting your community involved. I think if you look at Dave Ramsey, he does a really good job of this is like, they don't have much content anymore, right? Like they've already, they have books, they have articles, all the content is the same, the same baby steps, you know, like you want to get to a million dollars and financially freedom, like it's all the same stuff. But what happens is they get unique new content when people call in they give their context what they're going through and then dave gives a different version of that advice kind of tailors it to them right and i think that is a very repeatable format too you see gary v did the ask gary v show uh, and it's sustainable why because his answers his truth stays the same but the context around it changes and so you're getting new pieces of content repeatedly through that so i think those are two avenues we should explore and um Right now, we, we haven't really put in any marketing effort. So I think if we're going to ask uh, our audience to send in questions and stuff, we also need to have some pre like marketing presence and pushing. So I don't know if we're ready for that yet, but I think what we can do is think through, number one, as Ruffy mentioned, think through the research piece. Number two, uh, create these repeatable segments. And then number three, we work on the, uh, the audience engagement piece. Uh, now over to you, Asad Patel, for our special segment of the week. Uh, Asad's, Asad's uh, out of out of office experience. What are we calling this segment? Where Asad probably <laughs> just shares his thoughts on what's going on in this world. Asad's first uh, out of uh, out of state work experience, I guess. No, no, no. It, so the, the the segment has to be repeatable, right? Like he's not going to go out of state every week. <laughs> he's not going to do Actually, that for forgettable. He might. He might. <laughs> Well, you should go out of city. He goes out of city every week. So, so we should do. Um, so I think the concept would be like, 
uh, you know, also probably looks at things similar to like the way Larry David looks at things. So it should be like maybe just like us at reviews or something like us at thoughts on. So today we're we're us at us thoughts on conventions. Is the is this the first convention you've been to, or have you been to other conventions of different types in the past? What is that? What was what was the thing? Have you been to other conventions before? Uh, not really. Okay, so Asad's thoughts on conventions. conventions. You've never been to Ikana, Isna, any of those? No, I've been to cell phone conventions. Okay, uh, yeah, so let's do it. Let's do Asad's thoughts on conventions. Uh, conventions. Conventions are interesting places. You get free stuff, but this convention is kind of crap. <laughs> you want a lot of free stuff. Um, I, I did get a shit. This, that is, this is that the is kind extremely... of where you end up spending money. That's what I would have expected Larry David to say. <laughs> What's it called? I got, Manan actually brought me a nice little rubber sheep from the uh, Islamic Relief booth. Um, I, I remember when I was younger, I would go to the auto show mm-hmm. and literally I would just bring home bags of uh, these car little booklets. You know, they show like all the pictures of cars. I would just bring yeah. them home. And I'm like, I just sit there. It was free. This guy just froze. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's back now. I'm back. Yeah, I have bad internet here. Um, yeah, bro, it's a hotel internet. What'd you expect? Go sit in the lobby. Hey, why don't you talk us through that experience you had with uh, so the convention goers, right? How are the convention yeah. goers? I know you had a couple of funny stories. Yeah. So the first guy comes up to me. And he starts talking and he's telling me about, I, I work for an organization, Helping Hand, and he starts telling me about how he's interacted and worked with Helping Hand before, like, you know, not worked, but volunteered with them. And he's like, my community is really active with Helping Hand. So I asked him, I was like, which community, you know, do you belong? So he's like, no, 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 we are all Muslim. We shouldn't discriminate against each other. And, you know, I'm just because I'm from the, uh, you know, Bangla community doesn't mean anything. I was like, bro, you said my community. I thought you were talking about like what city or town you're from. So, oh, okay. No, my community, my Bangladeshi community. I was like, okay. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't asking you anything about race or anything like that. But anyway, he, then he understood he made the mistake. Then I had this guy come and we were talking. He was asking me about some programs and uh, children with disabilities. I was explaining it to them and we were talking and so towards the end of the conversation, I asked him, I was like, so where do you live? That guy got upset. He's like, I am American. This is clearly a Pakistani guy who moved to America many years ago, probably. He's like, I am American. I was like, okay. It's like, I'm asking where you live, not your nationality. He said, oh, I'm from California. I was like, I don't know what the heck's wrong with people. Um, and then we went to a restaurant to eat and they were really, really slow. So it came to a point where I had to go get stuff for the rest of the people who were eating because I was done. I was like, let me, you know, they asked me, can you go get it since you're done? I said, okay, that's fine. Um, and I was bringing stuff. So then people started asking me for help as though I work in the restaurant. Um, and people started coming and asking me for like, how long is it gonna take for their food to come on and stuff like that? And I was actually answering them. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like that one episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry goes and picks up his own food and the server gets angry at him. 
I started. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've seen that one yet. Yeah. So people, I actually started serving like our own people. Like <laughs> I knew, but I started serving them. Um. So then, uh, the next, you know, what happened next is we went to the grocery store next door, and I pick up a, a little, a little like you know shopping basket, and I walk in, and as soon as I walk in. So I was wearing this blue shirt is behind me. You guys can see this right here. And I was wearing a matching blue goofy. And so I, I don't know, maybe I looked like I was in uniform or something. Walk into the grocery store and this lady walks right up to me as soon as I enter. And she's like, do you work here? I need to help with something. I was like, it's like, no, I don't work here. <laughs> and then these are, these are like, if you haven't seen Curb Your Enthusiasm, this is like textbook what happens to Larry. Like, Larry doesn't go out asking for things. It just happens to him. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? I, I, I didn't even, I, there's, there's no reason for anybody to ask me if I work there. <laughs> I, oh, I did have a name tag. I didn't have a name tag on. It was just a tag that said, uh, you know, booth at Upna Convention. Or the right. hand blue is like a very generic uniform type, so... <laughs> yeah so what's it called it's just just shredding into one person after the next and so actually i was the guy who asked me how long it's gonna take i saw him a few minutes ago so i was like oh yeah i saw you earlier he's like yeah he's like give me a minute i'll be right back and the guy left he never came back it was fine <laughs> I, just, I was like uh, okay <laughs> it's just uh, a lot of weird stuff happened but you know we'll see what tomorrow holds yeah that was a it was a good first segment the the bar is set high. You could have you could have saved that for three different episodes, but, but you decided to do it all in one. Yeah, it's all good. I've got a lot more stories. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.